0: Hello and welcome to today's Spotlight podcast. I'm Lindsay, and our guest on today's show is actor and Open Door founder David Mummy. So we're going to be talking today about how David founded Open Door and the importance of, of free drama training as well. So David, welcome to the show.
1: Hiya, thanks for having me.
0: And so tell us a bit. We're going to start with your background and how you got into acting, and then we'll talk a bit more about Open Door, what that is, and how everyone can get involved in it.
1: Yeah, wicked. Um, well, I <clears throat> I went to it in a, a city London school. Um, Dad was a mechanic, mum was a housewife at the time, um, and I wasn't really good at anything at school apart from when we were introduced to drama in sort of um, secondary school. Uh, and then I seemed to be alright with it, I seemed to sort of make people laugh when I did it and people wanted to be in my group, which wasn't necessarily the case in all the other subjects. And then um, the uh, Unicorn Theatre came in and we were looking for young people to be part of a production they were doing in, in the centre of town. So I guess that was the first time I realised it was sort of like a proper job. Mm-hmm. And then I got involved in a thing called Artist Theatre School, which uh, an actress called Amanda Redman um, ran. And then I did National Youth Theatre. And then I sort of knew I wanted to um, learn more about it. I wanted to be really, I wanted to try and be good at acting as opposed to just be doing it. So I, I auditioned for drama school. And then the second time, the yeah, second year I auditioned, I got in. And Amanda, actually, which is, I guess, linked to later stuff and why it's up Open Door, um, helped me, uh, gave me free tuition on those, um, like, getting the speeches ready. And I went to a place called Drama Centre and did three years there and then graduated. And since I've done film, TV, theatre, fortunate enough to do sort of all three, really. Mm -hmm. But that's sort of how I got into it.
0: So (coughs) tell us a bit about why you founded Open Door then.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I think just... Me as an actor, there's a few things. Me as an actor, just going to whatever level I'm at now, going kind of a rare thing that, um, you know, most of my lovely friends are white, middle class and um, and, and came from a certain background. Um, and I sort of less so people like me, I guess. And then also I worked as a facilitator in, in, youth, in youth arts organisations, schools, prisons, all sorts, really. Um, Associate National Youth Theatre um, since I was about 18 and seeing that a lot of young people didn't know what to do next like people had to tell me about National Youth Theatre people had to tell me about that weekend school people had to tell me about drama school and those schools or I wouldn't know they existed so people not really seeing a pathway into it Um, and then the other reason is I was uh, working National Youth Theatre and I was sitting on the panel and two girls that were ushering um said, oh, do you mind looking at my, they were already MIT my team members, mm-hmm. do you mind looking at my speeches? Mm-hmm. So I had a, had a look and they're identical twins. Um, and they told me their story, um, which obviously I, w- I won't say here, but they told me their story and I was like, well, look, I'll help you for free. So I helped them over a period of time, like Amanda helped me mm-hmm. with the speeches and stuff like that. And um, now they're in their final year at RADA and Guildhall, just about to graduate. And so I was like, how can I do that on a bigger scale? Mm-hmm. So it sort of just potted around in my mind for a bit, but that's that. Those are the reasons why I set up Open Door,
0: and it's a non-profit as well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's every. There's no. There's no um, profit at all. Mm -hmm. Um, All the money just goes into it really, and they don't have to pay anything either. So they get. So they get. um, They get free auditions. I managed to get free auditions from RADA, Lambda Guildhall, Central Royal Welsh Royal Welsh and Drama Centre. And the idea was a pilot. It was a pilot this Mm -hmm. year. Um, And they get 12 hours, they had 12 hours of one-on-one tuition on their speeches. Uh, They also, there were like a series of workshops um, with voice, movement, um, and Q&As. Just getting a real sort of, um, just get a better sense of the landscape of things, I guess. And Mm -hmm. trying to convince them that it is a place for them and that they do want people like them and that they are good enough. Because you have to sort of work against the sort of... um, mindset sometimes mm-hmm. um, and they also get free theater trips so they saw mm-hmm. things like brother size the young vic and mm-hmm. the jungle when they went to see Julius caesar um uh, at the bridge and lots of stuff um, and they also get a, a buddy or a mentor each uh, an actor who perhaps is from the same background who um trained at drama school and sort of knows that journey basically so they get a, an extra person to talk to so yeah, that's all the stuff they get, mm-hmm. and travel. So those that had recalls at Royal Royal Welsh, and we pay for their trains to get there too. So yeah, yeah there's, it's all free. There's nothing. No one's There's not really um, no profit to be gained really.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's trying to change the landscape of um, I guess a lot of the actors that we see today, and it's making it more inclusive um, for anyone. So a drama school is for everyone, and that in that way you sort of fund it so they have access and they have that, but not just funding their auditions, as it were, and their travel, but making them feel like they do belong and they and they have that inspiration and it does seem accessible to them. Otherwise, it's just, you know, personally, I wouldn't know what, what the route would be if I was a, a young person today. I would have no idea how to go from um, just your regular school day to day to getting to uh, be on TV. The route is not that obvious and it doesn't seem that accessible to so many people from so many backgrounds, does it?
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I think, I, think, I guess, um, why well, I'm supporting the drama school route, let's not say it's the only route at all, but it is one of the only sort of clear routes. Does that make sense? Like everything Mm -hmm. else is about connections or being Mm -hmm. at the right showcase, especially for Londoners. Yeah. There's a lot more opportunity, Whereas it's sort of one of the only things left where it's like, I want to be an actor. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about acting, I want to be an actor. There's this thing where I can go learn to do that. And there's a showcase at the end where I could possibly um, have have a route in. And I I, I sort of feel like if that that sort of goes and, and becomes irrelevant, then... It's going to be every man and woman for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think, what well, I guess my vision is to, to really change that, and that that, that drama schools become a, um, which a lot of them are, but um, a, a place where that's where that exciting talent's coming from, yeah. from where people do, who don't normally get a chance. Because, yeah, loads of people in the industry. Like I have an uncle who's a producer and la la mm-hmm. la, and mm-hmm. I just think it's one of the only routes sort of left. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: But it does give you those tools, um, I think, to go forward as an actor as well. And not only do you have your whole cl- all your classmates to then create work with, but you have that platform to the industry. And when you go to drama school, you learn about things like spotlight and then how castings work and how to behave professionally, as well as just the acting side of things. There is so much more about um, sort of the professional life of being an actor, which you can get from drama school. And as you say, you get the showcase at the end where you get to be... Uh, perform in front of casting directors and agents so you get your agent via that way and then you can join spotlight once you've gone to a drama school so it's absolutely such a a great route into the industry It is, yeah and maybe yeah accessible. i think drama
1: school's getting better and better in terms of that third year stuff because yeah. i think maybe like no even 10 years ago or whatever when i was there but uh they would they started doing it heavily but there is a lot more stuff um in terms of like in their third year preparing them for mm-hmm. the industry mm-hmm. um because I don't know how else you would know. Yeah. You have to make sure you're, especially, again, if you're outside of London. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and, and the other thing is about longevity. And It's not to say that if you don't go to drama school, you don't have that, but mm. just because you're sort of low income, why shouldn't you have access to three years to get stuff wrong and learn about stuff yeah. and learn about text and have some sort of critical analysis mm-hmm. of why you're saying the things you're saying, mm-hmm. and as well as that technical stuff mm. of voice and movement. And I think... I think that's why I champion it as well because I think that I don't know if I'd be having the career that I have if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is again generalising, but once you've done a Killer Hood and a Holby City, like then what you know what allows you to do that? Maybe that slightly classical piece at National mm. or mm. that comedy on E4 or whatever yeah. it is. Um, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's that's why I champion it, and and and, and it may sound a bit. Um, wish-washy but also like getting a bit of the art back into it Mm -hmm. you know that Mm -hmm. I think a lot of young people see a lot of programs and shows where there's other young people in it and la 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 but actually like most actors know most people that probably listen to this podcast now is a lot of the time you're not working. Do you know what I mean? Even, yeah. even actors doing well, even if an actor has two, three, four jobs a year, okay, well, he's got one play at the Royal Court or she, there's four, four weeks rehearsal, four weeks doing it. I've got a day on this and two days on that. That's only eight weeks and three days and that's someone doing well. So that you're enjoying the work that you're doing while you're doing it. Because soon, once, you, once you've been on TV, once you've been on stage, once you've been on a film, that shine goes away and it has to be about the stuff that you're doing. And being them, like you said, like meeting other people, creating work. Mm -hmm. The landscape's changed, I don't think just being an actor now sort of exists, that makes sense. Like it can do for a selective few, but I think being an actor is more than just being um, a prop now. You Mm. know, you have to have some kind of artistic voice or or say something and it's so saturated. There's loads of actors, there's tons of them. Um, But an actor with a voice and some sort of artistic voice is really important, I think, these days Mm. for longevity. And creating your own work. And that doesn't mean you have to write uh, or direct. It could mean just getting a writer and director and putting yourself in it and making sure they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that's really important. And I guess those three years can help you do that. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely do it outside yeah. of drama school. But um, sometimes if you've got people, I hope I'm not going off on a tangent, but... If you're talking about people who have come from schools where there's a professional director in their year and lots of engagement into in 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 acting and drama and art, and you're talking people who haven't have had their local um theatre shut down or arts sort of organisation, youth arts organization shut down, there's not Mm -hmm. even a drama department in school. Mm -hmm. You need those years to develop those Mm -hmm, skills. mm -hmm. Um and I guess that's what it kind of gives you.
0: Yeah. And When it comes to drama school, so there is an audition for drama school as it is. Um, We've just published an article on our our site about how to nail your drama school audition. Um, We've got a Guildford School of Acting panellists to talk us through exactly what they're looking for and and how you own the space. But before they do their drama school (coughs) audition, for example, so Open Door will provide coaching on how to get that drama school audition right. But to get into Open Door in the first place, they have to audition for you guys as well. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's about talent, really. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about everyone can have a go because people are good at different things but it's about it's about talent so we have to make sure that we're giving so much away that it's going to the the people we feel who need it the most mm-hmm. and then who who, who yeah need, need it the most and need that support so yeah we we sort of do a a, a group workshop for about an hour mm-hmm. just like getting people relaxed rather than sort of coming in one-on-one it can be quite scary mm-hmm. Um, and then we split the group in. This is what we did uh, this year. We split the group into three. So we'll have thirteen in the morning session or thirteen in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Have, there'll be three panels, and ten people will go and see a panel made up of two. Um, and then there'll be a recall stage. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, it was about a week or two uh, later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. um, and get to know about them more. And I think we've learned a lot from this year, making sure people are ready as well, mm-hmm. and, um, and 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 trying to. We had this nice message from someone who, who messaged in and was like I didn't didn't get a place but that audition taught me a lot mm. and I think that's mm. that's the really mm-hmm. good thing that we're trying to do is like even if they don't get a place that we've equipped them with stuff to keep going to keep working Absolutely. on and and the confidence to go do that um and and learn a little bit about them and and I think that's really important because mm. I, I remember this might be a tangent but I remember um auditioning for National youth choir mm-hmm. when I was like 14 15. Uh, and my music teacher at school told me to go do it and um, I had to prepare two songs for sheet music. Uh, and she said, we're gonna do Wonderwall, some like ballady version and then something else. I was like, cool, so we practiced it. I got there, everyone was with their mums and dads and my mum was with me and I heard all this like warming up, like, you know, Mum stuff that I'd not heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, David, you can now go in the side room and warm up. So I was like, I don't know, like, what's that, what do I, so I just sort of sung my song really quietly mm-hmm. in the corner. Um, and then the person came in, the pianist was like, where do you want to go from, what coder and all that? I was like, uh, at the beginning. Um, anyway, so I went in for the audition, came out, didn't get a didn't get a spot and auditioned for it again. Next year, the teacher was like, well, let's just do the same songs. Mm-hmm. So auditioned next year, came in and they were like, oh, you're the Wonderwall boy. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'd been laughed at in mm-hmm. some way, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh yeah, there's this guy that did Wonderwall. As opposed to going, hey, this is the type of music you need to be looking for. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, that sort of, I guess, idea of redirection and, and applying it to drama schools mm. is really important in that mm. first round because mm-hmm. you can't expect people who have come from a background where, like we said, their, their local drama's been cut or their youth arts organisation's been cut, or there's no regional theatre, to know what's needed. Yeah. More than, yeah. okay, it says you do a modern and a Shakespeare, mm. but uh, what, what that means. Mm. And so I think it's really important that sort of redirection in the first round and giving people a bit of knowledge to to go and how I do it I would go look I don't know what's going to happen here I do National Youth Theatre auditions I say look I don't know what result the results happen but I always give a little sort of pre thing before it's like we're going to give you some advice whether you've done you've done well in our eyes or not Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you know that you need to keep working for this because if not people even do the same thing again Mm -hmm. you know so I think that it's it's about more than the money sometimes Yeah, it's about knowledge and I think at the moment people are unsure about I think it's we'll talk about in a bit but in terms of what the date, like the results we've had from mm. Open Door, like mm-hmm. it sort of proves that actually, if you equip people with the knowledge and a bit of the confidence mm. that they deserve to be in the room, actually, they can go really far, really quickly.
0: That's it. It's about empowering sort of young people as well. That's and right. Even if you go to an audition for example at a young age and you it doesn't go well for you it can be very much about trial and error i think at a young age and seeing well maybe that isn't for you maybe you've tried the audition you've looked at the world of acting and you think you know what at least now i know that that doesn't suit me so that can still be a positive even if you don't get a place you might think actually it's not for me or it might inspire you to go on further and think okay i'm going to go away i'm going to learn more i'm going to practice this this is really what i want so it's that there's so much that you can get from it
1: I think that's right. I think it, it, we've opened door. Like what we're trying to. Obviously, these guys are at a level of talent, but also we're trying to give them those other skills. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like we said, you, you sort of as an actor, now, I think you need to have some other skills and producing and directing and writing. Yeah. And we had a writer, Chris Erc, who was an actor in my mm-hmm. year who trained with me at drama centre. Who's yeah. now a play, you know, quite well known playwright and writes TV and film. And him come in and, and, and do a workshop with them because they might find another path. But also, I think that's right. I think I think the reason. In my experience, um, you, you meet a lot of young people who are really passionate and, 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 and talented in lots of ways, but maybe acting isn't their back. Maybe that's just not what they're good at. Yeah. But because they don't know about all these other things, like producing... I mean, I used to think a producer was someone who had money. Do you know what I mean? Who just yeah, yeah. Sp- We didn't actually know what they were. Mm-hmm. And so I think what, I guess, where youth arts needs to go, and even drama at school... Saying there's all these other jobs that are actually paid better, and you probably have more chance in. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. even just behind the scenes stuff, you know. Like, I mean, I'm generalizing, but if you've got some laborer in Derby who's like, can't find work, well, you can go build a set for the RSC, get paid a lot, be part of something, you know. Mm -hmm. That these other jobs do exist photography and theater, um, lighting, Mm -hmm. sound, stage management. So, with Open Door, Depending on money, we're going to try and also have like shoe stage managers and a lighting designer and wow. a sound designer and try and yeah. prepare them for an interview. Yeah, so you yeah, start yeah. diversing that side of things. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's the people making the decisions that yeah. you have to try and change. It can't just be the surface, yeah. it's just the acting, what we present. Yeah. And so, if you let people know that these other jobs do exist mm-hmm. in the arts, and actually, there's ones that you can actually get paid for, much yeah. better than acting, <laughs> um, and they need your your passion and mm-hmm. your 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 drive that you have, which actually acting's not your bag. But if mm. you're a producer with that, or a writer with that, you know, we can create all these actors yeah. with, from say say working class backgrounds mm. or diverse backgrounds. But got to make sure there's the plays and the mm-hmm. TV and the film for them as yeah. well. It's such um, an
0: incredible opportunity um, for these for these young people to have this access and to learn about all parts of the industry. I don't think you would know about it otherwise. I don't think I would know about set design or lighting design or anything like that yeah. until I got much older. I was in my 20s and, and started going to theatre myself and thought, oh, that's, <laughs> that's a job people can do. But yeah. it wouldn't, you know, coming from a, a small town where, you know, nothing ever happens and you're at a basic secondary school you're not going to know about those sort of jobs. They don't tell you about that. They tell you about the unis that are close to you and the sort of academic courses. And that's the way a lot of people are pushed forward in life. And They don't have that access to the arts.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, there's an actress called Ronke, who's one of our the bodies for, um for one of our open doors. And she was saying that she's from a place where was it somewhere in essex and and she told her teacher i want to be an actress and i'm going to go to Rad. and the teacher was like mm-hmm. no not rada they don't like people like you mm-hmm. you need to apply for these places mm-hmm. she did it anyway and up yeah. up going to Rad and, yeah. and works as an actress but it's that it's i think it's about getting the knowledge out there and i guess our job over the next whatever years is about equipping the the youth arts organizations and the schools with that the, with that knowledge mm-hmm. um that there are all these other jobs and actually is profitable. Yeah. A lot, of, you know. Yeah. Maybe acting's not the, the, the best one, but yeah. there are other ones that are. Yeah. Um because that's right, if you went to your if you went to your um careers advisor mm-hmm. and said, I wanna be I wanna be this, mm. if I say I want to be an actor, they go, Oh, maybe I've heard of I've heard of Rada, they mm-hmm. might have heard of that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Well, there's this at uh, this drama at this university, yeah. not even knowing the difference. Yeah. And I, I and I'm completely generalizing. Um but you've got people giving that information out, even like some, some drama teachers who have been, I guess, victims, definitely the wrong word, um, who have um, been part of the same system. So mm. they've never actually known that knowledge yeah. to even yeah. p- to pass on. Mm. Um, and it's not that they're not skilled and amazing. It's just yeah. more that like someone wants to be an actor. They might have only heard of one one or two schools and not necessarily have, and why should they, yeah. have know what's needed exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And have this idea that we all do, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, it's you know, in terms of this stuff about diversity and lots of articles and stuff like that, it, as well as the brilliant work he's doing, it obviously has some effect in terms of putting people off mm, and mm-hmm. making it feel like these places aren't for them. Mm. So. It's about countering that with, with, with the knowledge mm. of, of that and, and really celebrating the wonderful stuff that does happen as well yeah. in balance. Because if yeah. we just go for the negative, we're only ever gonna see stuff that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that's really important. Yeah. Definitely not downing anything, all the work that's been done there. But we also have to be careful. We also it's really good to I think celebrate the good work that goes yeah. on.
0: Yeah. So how do we get how do we get that message out there then? So apart from this podcast, how are you gonna be sort of promoting open door and making sure people know about it?
1: Yeah, so I guess every time we so. Our aim—it depends on money—but our aim—I don't know when this podcast goes out and where we'll be at with that. But our aim is to have 20 people again in uh, London, mm-hmm. 20 not 30 this time, and 20 people in the East Midlands—Derby, mm-hmm. Nottingham, Leicester—being the centre of it mm-hmm. and surrounding areas. Um And so there's that. And what we did last time is by all your normal social media stuff, um, and you know, and we'll try and do stuff where we're like on the radio and things mm-hmm. like that, but also. Directly, um, Trying to directly engage arts organisations and some performing arts schools and stuff and say, look, we're here, here are your students who might be good for this. The other way, this is all in the pipeline and may Mm -hmm. not happen, and I can't say too much, but trying to team up with um, regional uh, touring, uh, theatre companies that do tours, essentially, and go around the country, and teaming up with them. And every time they're doing a play somewhere, that we go do a, a workshop there and equip Um, uh, 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 and give that knowledge out basically tell them where you can get free auditions um, where you can get funding and bursary from what kind of speeches are good Mm -hmm. how how you do the Shakespeare i.e. like don't do it with a special Shakespeare voice Mm -hmm. you know just these Mm -hmm. basic things that might be laughable but actually like Mm -hmm. these are things of course you're Mm -hmm. like Shakespeare is for these people or Mm -hmm. Shakespeare needs to be done like this Mm -hmm. so that's that's the overall that's the aim. I can't say too much now because it's not all um, it's not all been signed yeah. off. But the idea is that as they go around, we're doing that, and and also when
0: I mean, you're getting the patrons on board, so they're helping spread the message as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my friend Amelia um, Amelia Clark, who's in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but I went to drama school with her. She was in my uh, a year, and she's she, you know she's one of my my good uh, well one of my best mates, and um, She's been great, and she came and spoke to them actually. Came and mm-hmm. spoke to the young people, and um, even Woody. Woody did when we when we um, Woody, Harrelson.
0: Woody Harrison.
1: Woody <laughs> Harrison. When we did, uh, I know him because because everyone's <laughs> like, "How the hell did you get Woody Harrison?" Mm-hmm. I think with a UK drama school yeah. charity, and that's because I did this film with him. But and then I just WhatsApped him. I was like, "Would you do this?" He was like, "Yeah, sure." And that was that. <laughs> but um, he did a video saying, mm-hmm. "You know, apply now for open door." Yeah. Um, what's really lovely is lots of people from the industry, a lot of actors and. Um, coming forward and how can I help? And yeah. I think when we go to those regional national places, mm-hmm. that that they play a part in that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, are they a representative of that area? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. an ambassador.
0: Yeah, yeah an ambassador. Um,
1: sure. and, yeah.
0: and because it's a not-for-profit um, and you've got the patrons on board, but in terms of funding, um, what what's your route for funding?
1: Well, last year we got money from the Arts Council... And then we had a bit from patrons and friends. And then United Agents, who I'm with, yeah. pledged um, some money for the next three years, which yeah. is really good. Yeah. Um, and that was before it was like going really well. So it was not a risk, but like mm-hmm. they just did it because they thought it was right. Um, so, so I've got these board of trustees now. So Amy Ball, who's. Um, uh, head of casting mm-hmm. at Royal Court and Shaheen Baig, casting director who casts wow. Piggy yeah. Blinders and all that stuff. And they're on board because mm-hmm. I guess they feel like they cast people in one thing and they want to be able to cast them in something else. And yeah. they really believe in that 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 training and stuff like that. And then Alex Ferris, who used to run all Vic New Voices and now uh, works education at U- um, West Yorkshire Playhouse. And he's, he'd advi- he's advised me from the start. Mm-hmm. When I said, I tried to give this away at once, so I said to him, does old Vic want it? Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you want it? And he was like, I think it would happen a bit quicker if you did it. And have you thought about Arts Council money? And I always thought Arts Council money was just um, for plays. Yeah. Not for things like this, but apparently it isn't. <laughs> um, and then I've got Gary Reich as well, who's a who's a producer. He's about to produce this thing on Netflix with Idris Elba and this, this show they're doing. And so now with their help, you know, uh, uh, the money stuff might be easier. And they've got ideas of getting yeah. essentially. Yeah, I don't know when this podcast will come out, but the idea is that getting the TV industry to put up the bill a bit, because yeah. it's often down to theatre, really, mm-hmm. to, to, to do all this and solve yeah. these problems, actually, yeah, um, getting them involved. And, and so it's about how sustainable it is and longevity, yeah. and, and you know, you, you take a risk. It, the Arts grants are amazing, but if they, one year they decide not to give you the mm-hmm. money, that can be quite difficult. Yeah. So we're sort of talking about in long term and longevity mm-hmm. and, and funding like that, and perhaps, you know, maybe we get these other agencies to yeah. pledge money for the yeah. next couple of years. and, and that is massive.
0: Yeah. And um, how do people... So if someone's listening now and they want to get involved, organisation wants to get involved, what do they do? How do they get in touch?
1: Go on the website, opendoor.org.uk, and you'll see a, a, a support or contact or get in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to donate, you can just donate straight away. Yeah. If it's over a, high, a, a certain amount, just get in contact. Um, and, and just email or email me. Yeah. Um, and all the info's on the website. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mine is David at opendoor.org.uk. Okay. Um but yeah, all at this point, you yeah. know, this was just a pilot. So all yeah. the support, any any ideas, mm-hmm. sometimes it's about that really. It's about I know someone who's blah blah blah. Yeah. If anyone knows anyone that works for East Midlands train line and give us a massive discount <laughs> that is that would make a massive yeah. difference because yeah the, the train bill at the moment yeah. is like 10 grand.
0: Okay so we're talking to train companies out there right yeah, now yeah. Um, but yeah specifically East Midlands at the issue, moment. Isn't it? You trying to, you that's know, the big issue. We want to access and people make this um there's a lot of talk about how the arts and and people on tv aren't representative and it is, a, sort of, it is a, a bit white middle class dominated we need to move forward with that because if everyone in the country literally can't travel around the country because it's so expensive right. how are we ever going to have that diversity on screen yeah.
1: um,
0: so East Midlands Train Company I hope you're <laughs> listening you are responsible for this problem uh- <laughs> hey I
1: didn't say that but I think tra- yeah I think I think that's the thing accessibility and a lot for actors now who just intends to take it in, in the future like um, I have a friend who lives in Stockport. She refuses. She works all the time, mm. um, but she refuses to. She just l- likes. She just likes it there more. That's where she's from. Yeah. But if someone does want to live outside London, mm. if they want to have to come down for an audition, that's difficult. So when you're talking about young people who are from, this is the thing. Like it's not even like low income backgrounds. Like normal, whatever that would mean, income backgrounds. Yeah. If you've got six drama school auditions.
0: So expensive. And you've got, yeah.
1: what, rounds? Four rounds at one school, three rounds at the other. Mm-hmm. If you're doing quite well, it's, it's just way too expensive. Now, they're, they're doing lots of regional auditions, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and that's talks we're having about... We're trying to have talks with the schools about how we can make it more accessible and, and work together and go in, can we reduce rounds or can we fund trains for regional auditions if they get recalls and stuff like that? But you're talking about a massive amount of money and it mm-hmm. is this... It is really... It is about that transport yeah. that train. And 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 if they have auditions say in the morning, you know, if you got your audition at 8:45, 9:30, 9, that means you have got to stay the night before. Yeah. So if you once even just this is just one score, if you think mm. about four rounds, mm. four trains, that's, that's a few hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. You got stay, accommodation, you got food. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then you're supposed to pay for all the other stuff on top of that. So it's it's really hard. So it's not even about low income, it's actually mm. about anyone. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's the big that's the big that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. So it is obviously it's all linked to to travel and transport and at any stage of an actor's life, I yeah. think.
0: So coming to the end of the pilot year now, what are some of the results you've seen?
1: So like, I think it, anyone would regard our results as a success more than I thought. So we're on seventy-three final rounds. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's listening knows, like most actors just got into the school they got into. Yeah, and between thirty of them we've got 73 final rounds. Mm-hmm. That's, this is like massive. So that's yeah. an average of like two, three final rounds each. Yeah, wow. So so the results are, I think they unearth a lot of questions. Um, we've got, we're on, which we'll talk about in a sec, but um, we, we're on 11 offers.
0: Mm-hmm. So 11 offers for drama school places. Drama school places.
1: Yeah. You know, you're talking about drama centre. If You know, we've got one offer from there so far. That's mm-hmm. one of 16. Mm. Um, from Royal Welsh, we had seven offers. Wow at 22 places. Wow. Whether some of those guys are not going to so other places.
0: Drama school, just for anyone listening who um, doesn't understand sort of, or doesn't know more about how many people they take on each year, these drama schools. They take on, what, 22 in a class 22
1: each year? at Royal Welsh, some at 28, 30. Um, drama Centre is 16. I think yeah. Bristol's about 15, 16. That's how
0: many places are offered to anyone each year. At 3,000 people. Royal Welsh offered seven to the open yeah. door candidates.
1: Yeah. And I think it's about... Um, I think what it unearths is actually, everyone thinks it's a bit of potluck getting into drama school. And it is about, it's really, really difficult. Yeah. But I think if you equip people with the knowledge, um, if you equip people with the knowledge and what they have to do, and the confidence, they end up achieving a lot more. It's just as simple mm-hmm. as that. Mm-hmm. And so you're actually bringing them up to the level as the people who have had loads of private tutoring yeah. who have grown up with resident directors in their school who have had a lot of that around them, have come from that family. All you're doing is 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 pushing them to the same level. These guys aren't necessarily getting any more than a lot of people already have. Do you know mm. what I mean? Without knowing, mm. does that make sense? Um so the results are I think pretty special and we obviously still to receive more. We've got two from Lambda mm. offers from Lambda so far. Um so yeah, I think it I think I think it works. And the model works and I think it's been a successful pilot. There's obviously stuff that we always want to improve on and make better. But if we can now take this model and, and push it out to the rest of the country, where like the work is really needed, mm. you know how many people from the Midlands are at a drama school for one time? Like one zero. Like it's it's very it's very small. Mm. Um, so if we can push that out to the rest of the country, I think I think you will see a big change. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's worked, I think. It sounds I'd say. like it has, yeah. I'd say. Seventy three final round I mean, that that's is inc- mad. That really
0: is I only incredible. got into the
1: school that I got into. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all right. And most most actors that are working would probably say the same thing. Yeah. Even yeah. the ones that Amelia doesn't mind me saying this, but she she you know she got into drama centre and she was on the waiting list. Who was that? Amelia. Oh right. She was on the waiting list. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not not it's not yeah. it's, to get seventy three final rounds isn't yeah. isn't I don't think that's normal. Yeah. That's absolutely more than expected. Incredible. Yeah.
0: So I think we're coming to the end of our of our chat about cool. Open Door now, but what I wanted to um, remind everyone out there is how they get in touch with you again. If you can give us that website again,
1: yeah. So um, check the website www.opendoor.org.uk and then on social media, uh, Instagram at Open Door People, same as Twitter at Open Door People, mm-hmm. Facebook, and there you can see an update if we've got any like offers, when auditions start again, mm-hmm. um, yeah, news. Um, if we're doing talks and workshops, so yeah, I, I think following the following the social media is really good. And yeah. anyone that's interested in sort of donating and 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 being a part of it or lending a hand, um, my email box is full all the time. <laughs> I will eventually get back to you, but 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 yeah, just get in contact yeah. and 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 I think following the social media stuff is yeah. probably really yeah. useful to keep updated.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when we. Put this podcast out do check spotlight uk twitter as well we will link to everything from there um we'll also put it on the website and you can check out this podcast also on podbean.com um and you can find the full details everything about open door there
1: thanks so much thank you for coming thanks in. thanks for having me <laughs>